welcome to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationships, yoga and well-being. And today my special guest is Adora Winquest and she is the founder of the Soul Institute for Quantum Living. She's an expert in the fields of essential oils and vibrational medicine and a visionary in the nascent area arena of quantum alchemy. Adora is the co-author of Detox Nourish Activate, plant and vibrational medicine for energy, mood and love. And it was named one of the most notable books of 2021 by Spy Magazine. She is currently planting seeds for her latest endeavor, Opius Gaia, and a nonprofit organization dedicated to humanitarian outreach in the areas of essential oils, R&D, holistic education and entrepreneurship. So welcome, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Gemma. It's such a delight to be with you here today. Yeah, it's really nice. Thank you. So yeah, kind of what do you do or how do you how did you kind of get into what you're doing now? Sure, sure. So let me start by what do I do? So the Soul Institute is my latest endeavor. I've been creating businesses around healing, around vibrational medicine, around essential oils, the divine feminine. So everything around love, love is really that that one thread that has been woven through all of my work for the past 25 years and what it means to come into the journey of our own healing, our own awakening, and the remembrance of how to truly love ourselves first and foremost, no matter what. Um, So the Soul Institute is an educational platform where we offer numerous products, programs, uh, meditations, all sorts of wonderful services everything from free complimentary meditations and content to retreats. In fact, I have a retreat coming up in the fall, not too far from you in Ah. Southern France. I do a yearly Ah. Mary Magdalene trip um, and it's an incredible journey of great mysticisms and spiritual alchemy. Um, But essentially the vision and mission that I have for the Soul Institute is that we are evolving consciousness through the frequency of love. And our big vision, big or maybe not so big, we'll see, (laughs) is to awaken and activate over 25 million individuals around the planet to embody their soul purpose and thrive in all capacities of life. And so when we look at that from especially the, the lens of quantum alchemy, in the simplest terms, it means taking any of the areas of adversity that we faced in our lives because we've all faced challenge um, and then transforming them, transmuting them to places of empowerment. 
Oh, wow. right, where we can really squeeze out the beautiful wisdom that is held within every lesson within our lives. And I say blessing because um, I look at that from the perspective of those soul level lessons that we've come here to learn and grow and heal and understand more about ourselves and who we are in relationship to the world. And once we do that, they become blessings because we can see the blessing or the gift, yeah. right? That's been held within the challenge uh, and every challenge in our life um, holds a gift. So, of course, how do many of us come to our place of passion and purpose in our lives, right? We come through our own journey and yeah. our own journey of challenges. And, and my life is very much, uh, my story is very much that. Um, you know, when I was very young, I had a great love and passion for the outdoors, for spending time in nature with the plants and the trees and the rocks and the streams or the lakes, because it's where I felt the most comfortable yeah. and the most comforted, right? It's really where I found a great sense of solace because there were many challenges in my family dynamics. So much of my work focuses on what I call the early childhood treasure map. Right. And all of those fundamental experiences that we have during our core develop, develop, uh, developmental years and how they imprint certain experiences that then form the patterns for all of the ways that we learn to love not only others in our lives, but first and foremost, how we, we love ourselves, because the way that we love and care for ourselves is how we model every other relationship that we have. So for me personally, um, I had challenges with extreme and uh, chronic anxiety, depression, eventually endometriosis. Um, I was very sickly as a, a child and every year I would get bronchitis brought about by allergies. And when I was 18, I left home. I went as far away as I could from upstate New York all the way to California to put some significant proximity uh, between myself and my own early childhood treasure map so I could garner greater perspective. And some of the experiences that I had there with a, a local shaman uh, doing ceremony at the time of the equinox really activated something of deep memory and desire within me that I knew that there was another way. Um, and so when the next time my bronchitis arose, I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have health insurance. By then I was 19. I was living Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And somewhere I heard something about herbs. And I went and bought a book on herbal medicine and five different herbs, hyssop thyme, eucalyptus, fresh ginger, and licorice root. And I went home and I devised a tea and was amazed by how quickly I healed. In fact, that, that recipe has become so popular, it's in the DNA book. Wow. Wonderful uh, respiratory tonic. So, so my journey of uh, awakening and coming into uh, a greater recognition and embracing some of the gifts within me came through the process of you know, those peaks and valleys of my own emotional and physical well-being. That's amazing. That sounds amazing. Just what you've been through as well from from when you yeah, your whole childhood to 
to now that's incredible and do you work with relationships as well like the relationship with yourself but also the relationship with your partner or your spouse or whatever exactly well a great focus of my work is really on that frequency of love and when we look at that through the lens of our life journey we have two primary um aspects right we have the love with ourselves self-love and all of the aspects of healing that we go through along that journey and then of course because we are biologically wired um, to deeply bond with another that love in our primary relationship outside of ourselves is so key so these are two main areas of focus of my work and how to support couples that are in long-term relationship build um, intimacy for longevity how to deepen the commitment the connection the communion right that sacred communion in relationship through time and so i do a lot of work with couples and then individuals within the coupling so to speak on that deeper dive to look at things like love languages, look at things like attachment styles as a way to go deeper into the soul psychology of what's present from our ancestral lineage. Because many of the ways that we learn to love and care for ourselves and be in relationship are carried through our family heritage. Yeah. And it's a it's a really big um blinder for many of us in relationship that go gosh I don't understand why does this keep happening this isn't the way that I want to be in relationship with myself or my partner what's happening here and I don't I can't seem to stop it I can't seem to stop the cycle of negativity even when I really want to from a mental perspective um so from, from that arena, we start to look at not only what's happening within our heritage, but what I like to say is from our soul to ourselves. Yes, that's because, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because all of the ways that we model love, whether it's with ourself or another, are held in our cellular consciousness, are held at the soul level are held through our ancestral lineage. And when we can start to break down those patterns, we can begin to break down the walls around our heart to be able to love, to give, to receive, and to embody love in the ways that we truly long to. Because we we long to bond deeply with another right? And, and, you know, it's something so interesting from the biological perspective, that when we're in relationship, and we, we have that need, we have that need, um, physically, physiologically, we have that need psycho spiritually. So there are all of these aspects that are playing into one relationship, and how we're attempting to get our emotional needs met, over and over and over again in ways that may not be clear from the way that we're articulating it or our expectation may be completely distorted because we're operating from a pain cycle of the past yeah that's amazing that really is and how would you kind of bring 
the intimacy into your relationship, like deepening that in your relationship that you have with yourself, but also with your partner? Yes. So this is right. One of the biggest questions of all times. And I'm going to share it from a few different perspectives. I'm going to share one from my personal journey, my personal story, because this is how we connect. We connect with each other through story, right? It, it builds that recognition of the common bonds that we all share. Yeah. And so I've been married twice um, and had numerous relationships. And I started to see my own pattern showing up in those relationships and attracting partners that really weren't emotionally available. And yet I had this deep desire within me for intimacy, like that soul expanding intimate connection where your heart and your spirit sings, right? Through the communion, through the bond, through the expression of your love together. And so in observing what happened in my previous relationships, I started to see, well, I wonder what, what is really the common thread between all of these relationships? Well, it's me. Yes. So, wow, if, if I'm the common thread between all of them, and in all of them, I'm seeing a lack of emotional availability, maybe it's not the other person that truly isn't present. And when I started to get really honest with myself, I had to admit that I was always half in and half out yeah. of every relationship. I was never fully vested because I didn't trust enough. I didn't trust the other, but more than that, I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust the safety of being open, being vulnerable, being seen to that place of rawness that we all have. Yeah. that is present with our pain because I couldn't hold that in my own being. So, so through that first um, sifting through, right, we have to look at the relationships of our past to find the pattern and to find the common thread that is emanating from us. Yeah. Because all of our past experiences are still held at the subconscious level. They are still generating the experiences of today, right? Like a teleprompter, like a, if you went to the old time movie theater, right? You could see the projector at the top, right? Yeah. Of the theater, right? That is our subconscious mind that has a recording of all of our experiences that doesn't judge them in gradation, right? All of those experiences are taken as fact and filed away. And whatever the patterning from our early childhood that we experienced, how we witnessed love being communicated between our primary caregivers, our parents, how it was received, right, from us as an individual, how it was expressed if we had siblings or other family members, what we heard, right, those phrases that we heard, right, women are weak, men can't be trusted. All of things that we've heard, we might not remember that consciously, but subconsciously, they are still alive and well and projecting our reality yeah. <laughs> until we can come into a deeper place of consciousness with them to sift, to embrace, to honor, to bless, to accept, 
and then to transform them. And it is through that that we can start to seed the intention for new relationships, new levels of love, new ways of engaging with ourselves and others, right? With a completely different outcome because we've changed and we've created the space for that new experience of love in our lives. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, yeah, that's really amazing. I love that, definitely. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Have you heard Paradise Movement is expanding? Our app has launched and it has been carefully crafted for those who are beginning your spiritual journey and seeking support, far along in your spiritual journey and looking for expansion, feeling alone, lost or curious about your healing self or purpose, need support but are unsure of where to find your truth and are looking to challenge yourself to grow within wellness or spirituality. Are you drawn to crystals, chakras, astrology, manifestation, shadow work, energy healing, spirit guides, meditation, EFT tapping, Chinese medicine, or any other alternative healing method? We have a group of insightful healers who have prepared courses and programs chosen just for you. Our focus is on making spirituality and wellness accessible, easy to find, and for every stage of your journey. We are here to help you feel loved, inspired, aligned, connected, grounded, intuitive, supported, in harmony, free and expanded. So come over to the Paradise Movement app and download it for yourself, for you to feel good about yourself. It is available on the Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. Your future self will thank you. So go and download it now. And with the with your program that you do how does that help people or mm. is it is that like a one person thing or is it a couple thing again well we have a few different programs that individuals can join we have the love frequency program where people from anywhere in the world can join the program is digital so a module gets um, downloaded to your portal uh, it's a year-long program, and at the end of the program, everyone becomes a level one certified modern alchemist yes. as they learn to lead uh, and love um, and learn how the heart and how our love is really the source of all creation, and that when we can move through and heal the layers of the past where we've had pain and suffering, we can open to become those leaders, sacred leaders of our lives in new ways yeah. that are filled with greater abundance and harmony and where the voice of truth comes from within and is always our guiding force. So yeah. that is a beautiful program that launched in January. Registration is still open for that first cohort. And we also meet together uh, three weeks a month on Zoom. And so it's a beautiful way to come into sacred community yeah. and also not just hear um, from myself, right? Of course, I go through the teachings. I do a, a live um, attunement um, each session, but we also share and learn from each other, which is so beautiful. 
then I also have in-person programs. We have two wonderful retreats in Malibu this May. Oh, wow. Uh, so stateside, and one is on sacred relationship, where myself and a co-facilitator, Sean Christian, will be taking a group of individuals, of couples, through this journey of not only their personal um, ways of love language of attachment of soul psychology so coming to deeper levels of awareness and also clearing right the deep ancestral lineage clearing that is that opens us to a completely new experience of love um, as well as um, many different aspects of the alchemy of the oils and the crystals and coming together in meditation and thought leadership, what it means to come into creative mindset to really cultivate that relationship in the way that you truly envision it deep within your heart. So it's a, it'll be a very immersive experiential experience in Malibu. And then the next day, we, we have an event because many people said, well, listen, I'm not in a couple, but I want to be. <laughs> how do I find my soulmate? How do I find, how do I call in my one? So we created another one day experience to manifest, map the way to the one. And this one's going to be incredible because not only will we go through some of these individual aspects of relationship, kind of similar how I mentioned observing my own patterns of the past. So first we, and how do we change a pattern in our lives that isn't working until we understand it? Yes. So we'll be coming into deeper understanding, transmuting the patterns within us that no longer serve, and then really beginning to understand those soul level values, those personality level values, of our beloved that we want to call in and then we'll be actually creating a map of how it like a sacred treasure map with ceremony with the alchemy because one of my great gifts is bringing ceremony bringing the vibrational piece um that intangible quality of alchemy to to really open the way forward um, so that'll be a beautiful way that the group is able to not only get the clarity, the emotional freedom to mm -hmm. understand what they want to call in for their beloved, but to magnetize their point of attraction with that individual, wherever they may yes. be in the world and map the way back to that present moment. It's going oh. to be extraordinary. Yes, that's going to be amazing, definitely. Yeah. And what would you say to someone that is kind of, I suppose, struggling with trust in their relationship? Is it all to do with manifesting your way mm. out of it? Or yeah, what would you kind of say to that? <clears throat> trust is one of the biggest challenges in relationship because we've all been hurt. Mm -hmm. We've all lost love whether it's through a relationship, through the loss of loved ones, we've all been betrayed in subcapacity. Mm -hmm. So it's coming into the journey inward. The journey inward is the only place that we can sift through um, the parts of ourselves that still hold the pain of the past. 
where we can start to look at the experiences that we've had and come into a deeper state of understanding. So there's a practice that I created. It's called the Love Code Breath Technique. And when we're working through, it's really the, the breath work of the modern alchemist. Because when we're working through these places of challenges with trust, um, what are we doing? We're relating from an experience of the past. So the love code breath technique is three sequence of breath. And just to generally map it out for you, it is release, it is forgiveness, it is gratitude. And this is a practice that we can cultivate very simply, very practically. Of course, when we add the use of an essential oil to it, it, it further potentizes. And, and this is a really important piece because of the biochemical and the vibrational nature of pure essential oils as a caveat yeah. and their connection to not only the brain, uh, specifically the amygdala in the limbic system that regulates so much of our physiology, but specifically mood, memory, and emotion. So we're able to, to repattern the neuropathways of the brain and access those deep reservoirs of subconscious mind, mm -hmm. right? Like we just talked about a few minutes ago because the subconscious records everything through the five senses. So it is through our most po powerful sense, sense of smell that we can not only access the subconscious, but transform the terrain there. So what we can do is we can work with a pure essential oil. I always say you can drop one drop of it on the palm of your hand, left palm, receptive hand, and take a deep breath in because that's immediately going to support the reconfiguration of the nervous system and the shift in emotional response in an almost, if not immediate manner. Like think about what a game changer that is yeah. for shifting our emotional terrain. So, so I want to just add that element because it, it really anchors the process of this love code breath technique in the brain and our overall physiology, because it, those changes that we make within our consciousness, within our emotions do have a a structural shift and change within our brain through repetition. Yeah. And so this is really important because it's not just changing our mindset, it's changing the pattern of the brain because the brain is our supercomputer, right? The brain is the supercomputer that all of the programs of the mind run upon. So let's come back to the, the matter of trust. Um, and this can, uh, this can be used for essentially any, any point of trigger that we have in the moment. So the first breath is a breath of release, right? When we get triggered, when we know that our past pattern of distrust is getting activated, what do we need to do? We need to let go. And, and trust is such a big one because if we walk 
our lives, our path from a place of mistrust, we're going to continue to attract experiences that cement that mistrust within our mind, within our being, within yeah. our life. So th this is such an important piece of that, right? And that's why this process, this practice is so powerful. So the first breath is a breath of release. The second breath is a breath of forgiveness, not forgiveness for another individual, right? That can never be forced. It is forgiveness as a healing bomb for ourselves, for all of the places that we've held a place of um, self-judgment. Yeah harshness from an emotional perspective the way that we treat ourselves talk to ourselves that is uncaring right that carries over patterns from the past that really don't necessarily have anything to do with us forgiveness paves the way for grace to fill our lives right yeah. and grace is grace is solace grace is liberation Grace paves the way for gratitude. Gratitude, as we know, is one of the highest vibrational frequencies. One of the, the most powerful ways that we can sculpt our intentional creations. So when we can come into a place of gratitude for our own courage and commitment to change, to heal, to grow, to evolve. Right. What does that do? That allows the love that is within us to be free. Yeah. It dissolves the walls around our heart. There is no place of mistrust when we're holding the consciousness of gratitude. So let's walk through it together. Right? Just so all of your listeners can um, practice this quite simply. So the first breath of release. So the moment that you start to feel activated, triggered, upset, right? In an emotional reaction, you want to take a deep breath in. The breath in is expansion, right? It's creating a new experience. Yes. Then the breath out is the release, the letting go. Whatever that thought is, whatever that feeling is. And it's just the visceral experience, right? Just allowing the muscles the breath right the energy to move through you in a wave of letting go you can imagine that wave right like when you're at the sea just when the the uh, wave comes in crashes the the surface the sand and then recedes right takes everything out with it now that breath might take a few minutes right to really feel that sense of release in the body then the next breath in is a breath in of gratitude uh, actually no <laughs> forgiveness <laughs> forgiveness is our second so forgiveness is really just bringing in that place of forgiveness and self-compassion forgiveness of the self of all the things that we've held ourselves accountable for for the past that don't serve That's amazing. And then, and then, then the last breath is the breath of great gratitude. And then we can feel how the energy, not only within our body, our lungs, but in the energy field, the heart opens, right? So it's such a powerful practice. The more you use it, the more quickly it will work. 
the more it'll start to change your experience with how you engage with yourself and everything around you. Yes, because you are, you're expanding out through your lungs, your heart, everything, and then letting go. Oh, I love yeah. that. I really love that. And what are two things to sum up today's conversation? Mm. Love yourself first, no matter what. Definitely. That will set you free. Um, and one of the most powerful practices you can do is in the morning, just as you are awakening, just as your brain waves are moving through different phases, right? Delta, theta, alpha, beta. Uh, in those, those waking hours, your mind, conscious and subconscious, is so deeply receptive and malleable. Before your mind starts to to run away with the task list for the day or move into a place of anxiety. See those intentions, those dreams and desires that you have for yourself. Invite in the support of all of the benevolent allies, all those spiritual forces of goodness that are in form and beyond form to bless you, to protect you, to open you to these wonderful intentions that you have seeded for yourself. And that is how we become the change we wish to see in our lives. Oh, wow. Thank you. I love that. And where can we find you? What's your website or your social media channels? Sure. All of our social media is at Adora Winquist. The website is thesoulinstitute.co or just Adora Winquist. Adora Winquist. You can pop that into the, the browser as well. Join our quantum community on Facebook at the quantum community join our alchemy library we have so many wonderful free resources free meditation groups every week we have folks that join in from europe join us in france for the incredible mary magdalene retreat it is truly a life elevating experience of mysticism and miracles every single day um and it will it is one of great uh, awakening of the magic that is within us and the celebration of the divine feminine. So many more um, information on the website about our retreat programs and all of the ways that you can join the quantum community and feel immersed in this beautiful web of love and high vibrational frequency. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been amazing. I've learned so much. Oh, it's been such a joy. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I will see you very soon. 